When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. We have so many questions. Wow. We've had a lot of questions lately, and we really haven't uh, been able to keep up with them all. So I'm creating some of the special weekend editions of the Talking Real Money podcast to get some of those questions answered. You can call your questions into us at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255, or, or you can send them in at TalkingRealMoney.com where you can type them. And you can also do this. You can record them there, and they end up sounding pretty darn good Kind of like this. Hey guys, this is Bob from Linwood calling and I'm very excited because I've got some inside information and I just want to run it by you first. Um, I came across a, an investment newsletter. It's called Investment Intelligence and it's uh, put out by a company that rhymes with UPS. Hmm. And... Uh, <laughs> The guy that wrote this looks really smart. He has schoolboy glasses and he has a, a bow tie. Oh, yeah. And, and um, <laughs> this newsletter has some very clear advice. It says they use uh, – the advisor for this firm uses a tactical allocation model. I think that sounds great. Um, and the, the current model very clearly shows to buy 100% – U.S. stocks. Now, the only problem is this newsletter is from uh, August of 2001. So if I were to build a time machine, would you advise me to buy 100% U.S. stock allocation in August of 2001? That's my question. I'm, I'm working on it. Thank you. <laughs> don't some I don't think that was entirely serious, but I'm going to treat it as such. <laughs> uh, 2001. Um if you waited long enough, you did really well. The problem is buying US stocks, which uh, most people would have just bought the Standard and Poor's 500 in uh, in 2001 would have been a disappointing experience for the rest of that decade because U.S. stocks did not do all that well between 2000 and 2010. However, they had a tremendous run from 2009, 2010, through 2021. Great run which meant that despite the fact that you would have made little or nothing in that first decade, they did so well in the subsequent years that you would have, you would have felt really good about it. The problem is during that first 10 years, most people would have emotionally just bailed. Uh, but what's fascinating is that patience pays. You just have to be it. 
and I'll, I'll give you the numbers. If you had purchased the total U.S. stock market on September 1st of 2001 and held it through the end of May 2021, your average annual return would have been about 9.5%. Not bad, despite the disappointment of the lost decade. And it's fascinating because international stocks did better between 2000 and 2010, but they didn't do as well from 2010 to 2021, or 2020, really. So if you had a globally diversified portfolio of stocks over that same period, you would have made, get this, nine and a third percent per year on average over that same period. In essence, almost exactly the same thing. But the difference is, you would have had a smoother ride all along the way because those first 10 years, you would have had the, the U.S. stocks kind of propping up. I mean, the international stocks propping up the U.S. and vice versa in the next decade. So you need the portfolio to be a diverse entity. And that's why we believe in global investing. Nobody knows the future. And, you know, it would have been fascinating to see what this person's or this newsletter's predictions were uh, in in subsequent months or years to see how well they did in timing the market, because that sounds like what they were trying to do. But if you buy and hold almost any good diversified market and you give it enough time, the economies will out. Remember, call us at 855-935-TALK or send your questions in at TalkingRealMoney.com. Okay, and let's see, what do we have next? Hey, guys, it's Bob from Linwood calling again. <laughs> I have another question I forgot to ask. Uh -huh. Okay. I'm thinking about um, getting some I-bonds. What do you think about the I-bonds from the Treasury Department? They're paying 3.54% with a limit of $10,000 uh, per year. And um, I'm thinking about using some of those as part of my bond portfolio. Thank you. Thank you. I did. I've done it. Uh, I couldn't resist 3.54% for the safe portion of my portfolio. I just couldn't. There's some drawbacks to I-bonds. They're a savings bond. They're the inflation savings bond. And basically, they give you a 0% rate every year in interest. Not negative. And then they give you whatever the annualized rate of inflation is for that six-month period. So every six months, the, the inflation adjustment will change. Right now, it's 3.54% which for a bond that's backed by the U.S. government, pretty darn good. Um, the couple of downside issues, you're locked up for a year. Uh, first five years, you'll lose three months of interest if you try to get out early. After that, you get all of your interest and they can accrue interest for 30 years. So do I like them? Yeah. Have I used them? Yep. I think they're great. But they are limited to $10,000 per person. So there you go. And so far, it's been all Bob. Let's sneak one other person in here before we end this edition. Hey, Tom and Don. Uh, really enjoying listening to your podcast for the last couple months here. Uh, I took you guys up on your offer and contacted Vestory for my parents because they were looking uh, into how to best utilize their uh, traditional IRAs uh, to fund their retirement. So thank you for that. Um, question I have, uh, my wife and I are both in our mid-30s, uh, high earners, so we're in the 35% uh, federal tax bracket, and uh, I've been investing in uh, municipal bonds 
for the past uh, year or so, um, you know, kind of as a, a way to get some good returns, especially because of the tax-free um, distributions uh, on the federal side, at least. And I'm just wondering if that's uh, kind of an appropriate strategy for me. Um, I have the rest of my money mostly invested in uh, just traditional index funds, uh, both uh, total market, international, small cap funds. Um, but in terms of uh, these types of municipal bonds, I noticed that they're uh, a little bit more volatile than uh, standard bonds, so not really a strategy for uh, capital preservation, but just looking for returns that um, might be a little more outsized. Um, I invest in some closed-end funds that have municipal bonds uh, that yield about 5% um, uh, annually. So I'm just wondering if that's the right strategy for me, or am I not thinking about it correctly? Is it too risky uh, versus uh, traditional bonds? Thanks. Wow. Wow, you, you just scared me to death with the 5% number. If there are tax-free bonds earning 5%, either that closed-in fund is selling at a tremendous discount, which I doubt, or those are some of the worst municipal bonds on the market. I mean, those are probably some scary little development districts that uh, in a bad environment could default in a heartbeat. That's too scary. Bonds are supposed to be the ballast for your portfolio. They're the part that maintains some semblance of stability when the stocks go crazy. And you don't want bonds that can go crazy. You want bonds that are kind of going to stay there. And tax-free bonds, municipal bonds in your bracket can certainly make sense. But you want to have a high-quality municipal bond portfolio. You do not want junk munis, just like you don't want junk corporate bonds. They, they defeat the whole purpose of having bonds. You're not getting bonds to make money, and you're not going to make much with high-quality muni bonds. You're just not going to. I would suggest you look at something of quality, like the Vanguard tax-exempt bond ETF VTEB, that only has, it only has an SEC current yield of about 1%, but it's tax-free, which makes it look pretty good, and an expense ratio of six one-hundredths of 1%. Six one-hundredths of 1%. It's massively diversified. It's got an average duration of about five years, which makes it an intermediate duration. It's right in the middle, right where it should be. Uh, the quality is generally pretty darn good. I mean, uh, they only have a few issues. They have about 10% that are below A-rated. So that's not much at all. And uh, they have a huge percentage that are double A AA and triple A. So this is a high-quality bond fund. I would really consider that. And I think in your bracket, that's going to give you a pretty impressive, effective yield. It's going to be almost about as good little bit better maybe than than the BND, which is the Vanguard Total Bond Index, uh, at probably a little less risk because of the higher quality of the portfolio, I think, generally. So yeah, thanks for the call. I would not be in junk high yield. I'm not junk. Well, they will be junk high yield. I would not be in uh, high yield closed-end municipal bond funds. Just wouldn't. Sounds like something a stockbroker sold somebody. Thanks so much for the call. Remember, you can call us anytime at 855-935-TALK or go online to TalkingRealMoney.com and send in your question. Uh, and if you do need more help than we can provide in the show or the podcast, 
Go to Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. That's our, our advisory firm. We're not brokers. We don't sell commission products. We're a 100% fiduciary firm. Uh, we'll, we'll give you time for free, for nothing, with no sales pitch. We promise. Okay? Check it out. Go to V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Thanks for listening. I'm Don McDonald, hanging out, talking real money. that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So, past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That should keep the lawyers happy.